Hello and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Chin C and get pumped for some serious reading action. Welcome to the show, everybody. Josh is making a twirly hand with his um, uh, twirly hand with motion. Um, what does that signify? I think it, it signifies he's about to talk. I was dancing to the song. Oh, okay. All right. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, hi, I'm Josh. And I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! Okay, okay, all right. Wow. Let's start again. I'll go first this time. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I mean, I never do more than one take, but I'll make an exception in this case, okay? So, yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm back! <laughs> I'm, I'm awesome. I will get you. I will get you in your sleep. And I will smother you with a pillow until you die. Ooh. So that's my impression of um, Haran X. <laughs> <laughs> That was your impression of Bill Cosby, but... Um, <laughs> Did he smell for people with pillows? No, I think he just raped everyone. <laughs> no, that was his catchphrase, I'll get you in your <laughs> Alright, wait, right, 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 okay. Start again, start again, start This is the worst, officially the worst introduction um, for anybody because nobody's got word in edgewise. Let's start again, let's start again. Three times a charm, yeah? Alright, welcome to the show, everybody. Hi, my name's Josh. Hi, my name's Dan Austin. Hi, I'm Josh Bellman, and I'm a bastard! Oh, yeah, she got you. <laughs> I've been zung. She got you. Uh, no, my name's actually Alice Burton, <laughs> and I'm back! Wow, well, I think that's everybody that's accounted for at the table today. So, without further ado... Uh, I mean, what? I don't want to cause too much of a fuss. My Who's that? It appears to be some... Who let this bush that appears to be on fire into the uh, into my living room? That was me. Oh, why did you do that? <laughs> Shits and gigs. Okay, just picking up street trash and just bringing it, that's on fire. He ain't no street trash or he, she ain't no street trash. What are you, what are you trying to get at, Alice? I don't understand. I'll let he, she, they. Okay. Thank you for acknowledging my non-gender status. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm God. Hi. What? Um, what? Oh, my God. I, I wouldn't have made that Cosby joke if I'd known God was at the table. Well, no, I'm I'm always here. I just have chosen to join in this week. <laughs> it's the first time God's joined in anything for two thousand years, pretty much. <laughs> no, whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa! You what got zombie. <laughs> sorry, Mr. God, sir. I'm sorry. Dan thinks he's a really cool atheist. He's like really edgy and stuff. So he's going to be trying to zing you and trying to catch you out. Like he's going to make you try and make a rock that is so heavy that even you couldn't pick it up because he's edgy like that. Oh, because he's a GCSE philosophy student <laughs> who thinks that he can outthink God. <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. that's what he's all about. That is what I think. Okay. <laughs> Wow, just gave in like that, okay. <laughs> also, Alice, how come you're privy to the secrets of, like, you brought this bush in and you know everything that seems to be going on with this bush? Tim, you know me. I know everything. I'm the biggest gossip you know. <laughs> it's a bit, so you're, 
like you're like God in, in a way because you know <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, okay. that's how I know everything. We're good pals. We go way back. <laughs> really? Oh, mm-hmm. way back. How far back do you go back with God? Twenty-seven years. Whoa! Not the beginning wow. of time. I created her. That's very really true. <laughs> but then you know, I created everything. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's not so- really saying much. Okay, I, I'm not sure how I feel about having a book club conversation with somebody who created me, like, and my parents as well, the people that created me, uh, effectively. I feel there's a bit of an, a power imbalance in this conversation. True. Uh, I am the most powerful being. Right. Um, but I can condescend. Well, okay, please, please do, because I, I think, like... You, I mean, I'm here, aren't I? Right, you, I mean, you, you're here, you're manifesting yourself as a burning bush, and I'm assuming that you also, like, manifesting and... This is my portable bush. <laughs> right. Okay. It's, it's a sort of a bonsai <laughs> thing. Wow, okay. Ooh. Do you notice how the bush is, is not being consumed? Hmm. Mm. Well, because nobody would eat it. It's on fire. Why would you eat, Why would you eat a bush? <laughs> yeah, do you eat bushes that are not on fire? Yeah, Sometimes. Ro- rosemary. Yeah, that's a rosemary. bush. You don't eat a rosemary bush. You don't go, oh, I'm do. starving. What's for dinner? A rosemary bush. <laughs> that's like, what I do every yeah, night. Yeah. I just eat rosemary. Okay, well, that's you are severely so disturbed. Well, so, so you're saying, Josh and Dan, on for the record, that you guys don't eat bush? <laughs> bushes. <laughs> you don't eat bushes? Oh, wow. I thought you progressive, man. This whole discussion reminds me of when I created coffee. And uh, there was the the coffee bush, uh, and it was on fire. And a passing farmer noticed the beautiful smell of the beans on the bush roasting. Bush beans. And he took that and made coffee. So wait, you made coffee by I mean, I, saying something on fire? I, you know, set all of those things in motion. I could right. see what okay. was going to happen. You inceptioned him. Yes, into quite. Make it, into doing it for you. Yes, I am yeah. uh, I am Christopher Nolan of the sky, you yeah. might say. I, that's, that's, that's exactly how I would describe Jack. Yes, that's yeah. very... Right. That would have been a very different movie if Inception wasn't about, like, uh, going into somebody's dreams but setting fire to things. <laughs> um, so Leonardo DiCaprio just sets fire to... To uh, invent a drink. <laughs> <laughs> the best drink, drink, though. The best drink. When was it you invented coffee? Oh, well, you know, I, obviously I've had the idea for coffee for eternity. <laughs> um, but it was only a few hundred years ago that oh, I really right. sort of... Let you guys in on the act, you know? Wow, okay. That's, that's really, yeah, that's, wow. I noticed you're drinking it here today. It's very true. We, yeah, we, we love coffee it. on Faking Lit. It's the official drink of Faking Lit um, coffee. It's a very nice cafetier you've got there, Chin. Yep. Um, I guess it's as good a time as any to actually formally announce that Faking Lit is brought to you by coffee. You drink it in the morning to go to work. Isn't drink your, coffee. Isn't that your brother's name? Yeah, but it's not... It's not sponsored by your brother. <laughs> no. Is your brother Coffee Anan? No. 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 no He's called Cheek Coffee. Yeah. See, it's... A, it's that's how family names work. They just puns on your own name. I see. So he's like Chin Tea. Uh, this guy's Cheek Coffee. Yeah, I and see. then there's... Um, Forehead Hot Chocolate. My parents... <laughs> my parents were hilarious people. <laughs> and those Bovril. Despite the fact that my surname's not even spelt T E A, my parents decided let's just commit to uh, 
deliberately misspelling the name and making it think that it's like body part beverage. Yeah, we're committed to this now. Body <laughs> part Face beverage. beverage. Face part beverage. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, you know what? So, like I said, sponsored by coffee. This episode is brought to you by coffee. And I think this is a good time as any to bring up the fact that we will be discussing the second book in the series of our Harry Potter uh, focus. <laughs> I mean, are you excited about this? I'm fairly excited no. about this. No. <laughs> I'm excited, yeah. I've been looking forward to talking about the second book of Harry Potter. Is it your favourite in the series? No. no, it's probably my third favourite. I think Dan's favourite is Order of the Phoenix, which basically makes him a cuck. Ooh. I don't think that's true, I don't know. Isn't that the dedication at the beginning of the Order of Phoenix dedicated to all the cucks who all love this book, J.K. Rowling? <laughs> it's such a bad book. It's, it's, it's anyway, we'll save idea. that for another time. We'll save time. it for another time. Um, I like the you like, This is the third one. Everybody, go around the circle, rank the Harry Potter books right now, and let's see if it changes over the uh, reread. Like, uh, what would you say is your favourites? And work your way down. Hmm... I think it's really hard to do that because the first four came out when I was a child and then the later ones came out when I was a teenager and they were so hotly anticipated that I don't even know if I liked them. Have you actually gone back and reread any of these books? Yeah, I've read them all multiple, multiple times. Maybe not the last one. Okay, because that came out recently and now you're busy and everything. But Um, I, yeah, I don't think you can really, because the first one everyone knows is rubbish. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. my that's my number seven. I mean, we barely even talked about it last week when we um when it came up. We were more sidetracked about the fact that J.K. Rowling had apparently stolen our um guest's life and <laughs> made it the basis of the, um the first book. I don't think we're going to have that issue here. It's clear that um my, my my order goes one seven two four three one four three five two six five and seven six. Mm. Really, well, that's just, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. The the my first favorite one is the seventh one. Yeah. My second oh, favorite one is the fourth one. My third favorite one is the first one. My fourth favorite one is the third one. And my fifth favorite one is the second one. And my sixth favorite one is the fifth one. And the seventh favorite one is the sixth one. So what you think the fifth one mm. is better than the sixth one? The fifth one is awful. What did I just say, Alice? I'm not going to spend my time repeating myself, okay? We're here in the presence of, of a cosmic entity, and you just want to hear, hear me reel off... Um, look, you, look, Josh, you, he's my no. friend. He's my friend. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Let, he has autonomy. Oh my sure God, why he's, he like, oh. sure he's friend to us all? No. Well, he, she is friend to us not all. Your, not you, atheists. I don't like the way you dismissed me as an atheist. I haven't actually yes. said anything. Stupid. And I don't know how anyone at this table could be an atheist <laughs> when I'm sitting right here. It's optical illusion magnet. It's a forced perspective to make you believe in God. How dare you? Oh, I, 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 Smoke I, machine. Look, I've always maintained that, like, uh, like, I was an atheist. Now, clearly... I have evidence that God exists. To be honest, I had evidence that God exists from that like, clip show that we uh, played on Faking Lit, where oh, a man yeah. interviewed God. So, you know, that kind of sent me down a sort yeah, of like, I existential. Was as well. <laughs> what? The recording? Well, yeah. yeah, it was magnets. It's magnetic tape. That's how it works. Yeah. Right? But um, that's not the point. Like, we are now in the presence of a cosmic being, and I guess we have to ask the question what's your order of favourite Harry Potter books? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, thank you for asking. Um, I think four, obviously, up the top. Four? Azkaban? 
No, no. no. Goblet. Goblet of Fire. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's that's pretty good fun. Um, uh, I would agree, probably five at the bottom, mm-hmm. and you know, take your pick in the middle. Uh, I think one is up there. Mm-hmm. The uh, Philosopher's Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, that's the one that really introduced the world to the whole, the magical world. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, how, what's your take on um, the Harry Potter world? They, they never really get into religion in the Harry Potter world, really. I never see much overtly religious stuff. Well, they're big into Christmas, which is obviously mm-hmm. one of mine. Yeah, that's true. That's, it's, your, it's your kid's birthday, isn't it? Yes, yeah, we, it's big, you know, they, they love the, the cake and the candles and all mm. that. Yeah, that's true, um, that's how we celebrate Christmas. Yes, uh, yeah, there, and, um, there is that, that, that one Jewish character at Hogwarts, Anthony Goldstein. <laughs> I don't remember so, that character very yeah, well. Yeah, they, they shut him outside the hall for that meal, didn't they? <laughs> wasn't yes, that he's not allowed into the Christmas. They feast. gave him a menorah and they said, go up on your bike, son. <laughs> You'll, you'll be all right. You can't Hanukkah your cake and eat it, though. That does that. I'm not very good at puns. I've never been good at puns. Well, you're good at lots of other things. Thanks. So I think that's, uh... What would you say the thing you're best at is? Um, creating and sustaining the universe. Oh, that's, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Not put you in your puns, place. Though, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your, your, your brain's too small to outwit God, Dan. Yeah. You can't do it. I, I saw you trying. It's like, yeah. oh, this, will, this will be the question that'll trip him up. What are you good at? And he's like creating the same universe. And he's like, put you in your place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You'll, you'll get him someday. Dan. Yeah, but I could create a universe if it hadn't already been created. I mean, The Sims doesn't really count, though, Dan, does the it? The only reason it's impressive that he's created, he did it first. Right, right, right. Yeah, but that's like The Beatles. What yeah. would you use to create the universe? Uh, the Sims, right? A- a- no. Yeah. No, the Sims are in the universe. Well, no, but it's your universe. And then you could create a character that's like you and one of your friends and they could accidentally kiss. Like yeah. <laughs> That's a backwards reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that happened, though. Thing Wait, sorry, happened. a backwards reference, a.k.a. a callback and receive. <laughs> that's a that's classic, a, yes. That's that is, yeah. Oh, wow, that's a... Wow, deep, deep... Deep cuts from making it right now. But no, sorry, carry on with your oh, universe. Oh, atoms. Atoms. See, I, I made this universe out of nothing. I ah. thought it into existence. That's quite impressive, actually. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> but I didn't get a chance to do that. That's my point. So where do you live? I never actually asked you. I mean, everywhere. Oh. Like Shepherd's Bush. Does it get a bit lonely? Uh, no, I am simultaneously with every single person in the world. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Do you have any angels? I've got, you know, the odd host. Because I, there's this, my angel's like been like really like slacking. Really. Your angel. Yeah, my guardian angel. He's I mean, we don't, that's not how, we don't assign angels to people that's individually. That's exactly what I'm saying is that you're dropping the ball, mate, and that I need someone to like make sure that I don't like. I mean, the angels. Old toast or something. A largely administrative for me. What do they do for you? You know, admin. They, they do the paperwork, they clear up, they, you know. That, you see, that's perfect. That's exactly what I need. But for me. Yeah, but I want one. Well, create your own universe with your own angels and then you'll get one. Well, are you I'm already to... in your... This is bullshit. Wait, are you trying I'm to get... an atheist. You know what? I've got an atheist now. I'm right here. <laughs> la, 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 la. 
Um, are you fucking ca- just want to change from British gas? So, <laughs> you trying so to... much paperwork. You can just ask if God could lend you an angel for it. He, he just did, I think. He did, and he spat it right back in my face. <laughs> I think what you need is a PA. A personal How's angel. How's that different? Personal angel. Yeah. No, a public address system. <laughs> <laughs> just go out in the street with your PA and go, can anyone help me? Sort out my paperwork, well, and hopefully help. someone will come. Well, will you help me sort one of them out? Because, like, I'm just... I, I'm trying here, but, like, they put me on hold for, like, 20 minutes. I'm not holding for more than... What do they... What songs do they play? Just, like, generic, like, songs. Like, I, I, ones that... Any I'm good saying. hymns? No. Psalms? No. Oratorio? Oratorio. So that's not that serial? Do they play any cereal? You're such an idiot, man. <laughs> I don't know why I'm suffering this abuse. I'm really sorry, Mr. God, sir. Um, apologise, apologise. Why is it so sensitive? I'm, I'm sorry you're so sensitive. Are you kidding me? <laughs> why is God so sensitive? Have you seen what God does to people who yeah, piss just, him off? He's fucking malarious. He like smites babies people. Yes, he smites people. Yeah, such a dick move. You know what? Like, this is, I'm really sorry about this. Um, we haven't had this in a long time. But I feel like Oh, come on. No, man. I played the music. You've got to do it now. I'm sorry. You've got to apologise. you got now. Ugh. Dear God. I'm sorry that I have. Hands together, you. eyes closed. Everybody. Everybody. I'm sorry I offended you, you little bitch. Yeah! I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to invoke your son's name. Either. My skin's melting off my hands! Um, my skin's melting off. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, can I get some I'm sorry. Question? Why do we have to put our hands together and close our eyes when we pray? Uh, because it stops you getting distracted and touching yourselves. <laughs> For five minutes. That's, well, that's that was scary. Point, yeah. Is the Poggly Corner gone? The, the Poggly Corner? Is the Poggly Corner. What's the Poggly Corner? It's the jingle you just played, Poggly Corner. Oh, yeah. sorry. Poggly yeah. Corner. We're out. Of it. I thought it was you one of those yogurt things, things where... <laughs> did you With the crunchy one? corner that you put into the yogurt. I did create those. That was a good day when I created that. Dan, just before we start, that you created everything. You, you can't just listen. Did you create that? Huh? Are you going to okay, catch Okay, here's a question. Here's a question. Did you know about J.K. Rowling's plot twists that she's... Did you know about them while oh. you were reading these books yeah, the first time round? Yeah, did you know Dumbledore round? was gay, like, the first time round? Mm. So, I think I'll answer that with reference to the fact that I live sort of outside time. Mm. So, whereas you can only see one moment at a time, I can see the entirety of the universe timeline in one go. Like a comic mm. book. Yes, but if you have as many eyes as there are panels. Okay, so, like... If you were watching the Bayo Tapestry with like a um, with a hundred eyes, yes. Okay, all right. Yes. Yeah, I mean what you just said. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to dumb it down for everybody. So <laughs> I think it was a lateral move. Oh. So uh, basically, I can read a book, you know, in well less than an instant. Right. And so I I don't sort of read it linearly. Mm. I just uh, sort of take in all of the information in that book in one go. Wow, that would send me crazy. 
How do you keep on? How, how do you keep it all in your head? Oh, you know, it's uh, that's the thing that's just about me. That uh, it's all I don't know any different. Right, right. I personally reading a book the way that you guys do it. I mean, it sounds fucking tedious if you ask <laughs> that's me. True, true. Um, especially it depends on the book. That's why I let Stephen Fry read me all my books. That's. I mean, I allow him to. I he, give him permission. Does he, he is a perfect a vessel for Harry Potter. I find yeah. Stephen Fry. Yeah. Uh, I don't like his Hermione voice. What's his Hermione voice? Like, oh, I'm Hermione! <laughs> so basically... I'm Stephen Fry doing a girl's voice! It's literally classic Cambridge Footlights boys impersonating women kind of Monty Python voice. He definitely does her as white as well. Oh, really? So <laughs> she doesn't break out the Jamaican accent <laughs> for Dumbledore then. <laughs> Or Hagrid. You're a wizard, Ari. Uh, that's a terrible that was Jamaican a good accent. What was that? That was my Jamaican accent. You sounded slightly Scottish. Jamaican me crazy. <laughs> Jamaican me racist. I told you I don't do puns. <laughs> that was fine, God. I think you're working on it. Yeah. You're yeah. coming round to me, aren't you? Yeah, I think you're all right. You've done some good things. I, I, I mean, so, so okay, so you were aware of everything that's going on. I mean, it's, it's how do you... Enjoy a series of books which are kind of engineered around surprises and revelations of secrets. I mean, this book that is called The Chamber of Secrets, and that is the most on-point Harry Potter title ever, because every Harry Potter story ever is revolves around Harry Potter discovers that there's a secret, and he needs to find out what the secret is, and the secret is revealed at the end of the story. I mean, that's essentially every Harry mm. Potter book, right? Um, we love secrets, we love surprises, but that's not going to work for you, is it? Because you know what the secret is, you know what the reveal is going to be. Where's the tension? Where's the interest? In- it's very difficult to explain, you know, the eternal nature of being. Maybe we shouldn't delve any deeper into it then. But basically it works. Okay, all right, all right. It's, so it's how- fine. So you... That's how good she is as a writer. It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. If you say so. Okay, okay, all right. Um, So this is the second book in the series. The world has uh, expanded a little bit more. Um, We've been given a glimpse into how the wizarding world that exists, the rules that you have to abide by. Do you feel that J.K. Rowling is starting to... um, uh, develop her style as a writer since the first book. Does this feel a little bit more grown up? Um, I, I mean, Harry Pop- Harry's a year older now. An academic year older. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, and an actual year. Yeah, this is... Mm. Each book takes... It basically describes the course of what happens in a year in Harry Potter's life. And an academic year. Right? Well, yeah. Well, but that's a normal year. Mm. <laughs> Anyway. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't feel we're getting anywhere close to the... Uh, anywhere with I this. think this one's really scary. I remember, because I read this when I was, I don't know, nine? Okay. Ten? Uh-huh. And I remember being quite scared by it. You were quite scared, yes, I remember. <laughs> what was... What scared you about this one? The was it the flying car? The snake? Oh, the snake that talks to Harry. Isn't that well, and then all the... Children are getting petrified, and it's just like it would be awful. It would just be so scary. It's really true. I, and you would. Th- and the writing in blood on the wall. That's and true. 
I really love the fact that Dumbledore doesn't close the school down at any point after like three students have been basically petrified. And there's never any question of like, maybe we should shut the school down whilst we sort out this whole petrification business. Um, maybe, yeah, send the kids home. But no, like, kids got to learn magic. Like, I wonder if it's because Dumbledore knows that Harry Potter's got to do it. He's got to mm-hmm. fix it. Mm-hmm. It's because Dumbledore's a moron. He's good at magic. He's good at magic, Dumbledore. He's good at all the magic stuff, but his plans are are whack. They're cockamamie. I I mean, okay, explain why his plans are whack. What was his plan? What was his plan in this book? His plan was to just wait around and do absolutely nothing of any value. Uh, he could have found the Chamber of Secrets if he's such a good wizard why are some children better at finding the Chamber of Secrets Dumbledore doesn't speak Parseltongue it's true yes that's true he can't get in there but he could presumably he'd be able to find the entrance and find someone who can speak Parseltongue yeah. or, or even even better stop playing games Dumbledore just tell me what the fuck you want me to do you <laughs> yeah, know exactly. like literally why are you playing all these games Dumbledore because of the prophecy all... but that's in a later book okay okay it's very convenient isn't it there's like some, a later plot development explains why Dumbledore is so evasive because he's gay and well is that is that character? he's gay therefore he's evasive yeah. yeah gay people are famously bad at <laughs> sorting out snakes they're terrible goalkeepers <laughs> they're so bad at goalkeeping gay people they're trying to get out of yeah, the way but they're very good time. at striking <laughs> I don't know if this is homophobic or not. They're very good at like um, at no, striking. We're just laughing at JK. It's it is. We're just JK rolling. Um, yeah. Look, I I I think I think uh, that what Dan says is very true. There's a lot of plot contrivances that um, work for the benefit of the reader. Like ultimately, we're always in Harry's headspace for the most part. For the most part, mm. we follow the story and we see everything, uh, events unfold from Harry's perspective. He's our narrator, almost. He's our, he's the audience surrogate, as you say. I mean, that's a great way to do it. If you are doing a, a science fiction or fantasy story and you need to get the, uh, the your reader on board with the rules of the world, then you all have a character who needs to have the rules of this world explained to them um, through exp- expository dialogue, effectively. I mean, the mm. amount of times people sort of sit down and say to Harry, this is what this is. Like, like imagine that, like, if for ordinary life, like, you know, this is what money is. This is how money works. This is how... I mean, I basically is. had to do that for all of you. I mean, you did it very, like, um, in a very sort of, like, I'm um, soft, like, I'm um, soft teaching, not too didactic, you know. Although that whole Apple thing, I don't know about that. You didn't really... What, Isaac Newton? Well, that too. Well, well, and Steve Jobs. Yes, I'm a big fan of using apples as an education technique. I mean, what is... I mean, I was talking about the apple from the tree of knowledge, though. Um, I feel that, like, God, you are a lot like Dumbledore in some way. You're very... Well, (laughs) I think you'll find Dumbledore's like me. Well, okay, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Do you think um, after the Harry Potter books were released, you changed your personality at all to be more like Dumbledore? <laughs> no, no, like I said, I'm an eternal being. I can't change at a point in your time. You didn't decide, like, yeah, actually, point of fact, just for the record, I am gay. <laughs> like, well, surely, time, surely God is gay and straight. And... I don't have a sexuality. Well, you... I don't bone. 
You must have done. <laughs> what? Then how did Jeebus come yeah. up? Yeah. Look. Oh, artificial insemination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, you had to wank into a cup. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just gave it to, like, Mary and said, like... No, know, she didn't know. Did rest. She, she did didn't rest. even know it was oh, going to happen. No. Did you, Bill Cosby? <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I keep. I, I, I must stop taking you. Well, answer the question, huh? Did you, Bill Cosby, marry? <laughs> I did not Thank have God. sexual relations with that woman. My God, blimey! How did she get pregnant then? Look, read. It's all in the book, not Harry Potter and the Chamber <laughs> of Secrets. Uh, <laughs> You know, my book, one of my books. Well, how um, convenient that it's not the book that we've got right here. It's how convenient is that convenient, guys? <laughs> Look, I told you, one of my admin guys popped down, had a chat with Mary, and from that conversation, I mean, let, let's let's just put it out there, Gabriel, he is an attractive man. Mm. Is he your best-looking angel? He is my best-looking angel. That's why He's very much my face on Earth. Yeah. Uh, and I sent him down and he had a chat and you know I don't know if you've seen that uh, that meme on Twitter uh, where uh, someone a woman will be talking about an attractive man and then it'll cut to a picture of someone going and then I was pregnant uh, yeah. that's basically what happened I understand it now a- Angel Gabriel is so attractive and you know divine that one conversation with a young woman can cause her to be pregnant. Okay, okay. I, I thought you were going to refer to the, the Drake meme, where, like, um, there's a picture of you as Drake, like, uh, doing this, and then... It's good on the audio. <laughs> it's good for the... Uh, everybody knows what the Drake meme is. You know Why what the Drake meme is. Why to that meme? Because, like, um, I, I mean, that's, uh, that's a classic meme. Yeah, but uh, that's not really. Well, let's talk and, about and, the one where there's the couple, uh, and the, and then he's yeah, turning around, going, "Ooh!" Yeah, no, and, looking and the, at the, the other the, woman. The top, the top text would be referred to like Drake recoiling in disgust of like impregnating a woman through like normal means, uh, and he's like recoiling in disgust, and then artificially inseminating uh, a woman through an angelic proxy who's really good looking and then giving it a thumbs up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure audio described memes are the future of podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's something in it. Maybe there's an idea here. Um, but okay, this is getting off topic. I didn't want to discuss like your sexual... Precursors. Well, neither did I. I'm really sorry about that. I was going to raise the um, issue of how uh, Dumbledore never gets to the point he's never direct he kind of hopes that harry will figure it out for himself it's very very laissez-faire his um teaching methods much like yours i mean you you sort of lay down some rules you know, don't do this don't do that but at the same time you're kind of like saying like well yeah no like do do that right <laughs> do do that. <laughs> i'm hands off mm. i'll admit that yeah 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 like uh, the, the the tree of knowledge apple you know that's you do put a big sign up there saying, don't eat this apple. Don't do it. Don't do it. But you've also like made them aware of the fact that like, yeah, like this, this apple's a big deal, a big, big deal. And then you let a snake come in. I mean, I would also like to point out it's, it wasn't an apple. Oh, it was a pomegranate, wasn't it? 
Uh, well, you know, uh, in the book, mm. you'll find it just says fruit. Oh. And I, I kept that deliberately ambiguous. Oh, okay. And then someone decided it was an apple, and I've never heard the end of it since, frankly. Uh, but, you, I mean, you, you've... It was your fruit. You could have said that, like, it was... You could have specified what the fruit was. You never actually specified what the fruit was. But the thing is, it doesn't matter what the fruit is... <laughs> I think Josh is making a very good point silently over there. But what about... I was thinking it. Oh, but like I'm about talking about the book. How do you know what I'm thinking? Uh, I know everything. I'm omniscient. What am I thinking right now? You're thinking, let's try and trick this god bastard. (laughs) That's true. What am I thinking? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, well... Enough. It, was, it, was, it was the the song. Entry of the Gladiators. I don't know what it's called. I suppose that is equivalent to nothing. Such a know it all, this guy. Why is that track called the Entry of the Gladiators? That's the least gladiatorial music I've ever heard. Ironic title. You imagine gladiators coming onto the ready to die. Like we're here to, to kill each other for your entertainment. <laughs> 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 that, that music as the guys yeah. are lying on the ground, bleeding out, blood and sound. <laughs> Lungs in his throat. It's all very well laughing these days, but you know, back in Roman times. <laughs> The gladiators were very much the clowns of their day. I mean, I wasn't generally a fan because they were often killing, you know, my fans. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, But, uh, you know, they did it with humour. That's interesting. Yeah, I suppose you must know all of history. Well, yes. I can see Mm. it right now. Did you make that? Did I make history? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Show off. What's, what was, who are the sea peoples? I'm sorry? The Sea Peoples. That's one yeah! Of the <laughs> Smarty McBooby-Doops. <laughs> I'm just interested about who the Sea Peoples were. Oh, that, that's, that's the, the the Kelpies in uh, Harry Potter or whatever they're called. No. No? We're not going to talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get back to the book. I was going to... Uh, there's, there's a lot of... Um, okay, J.K. Rowling loves um, secrets. She also loves puzzles and riddles. Um, and this book has one of the most egregious uses of anagrams I've ever come across as a solution to a problem, which is uh, the fact that apparently Lord Mo- Voldemort's name was the name that he gave himself because he wrote down the sentence, I am Tom Marvello Rid- Riddle. I said, you know what, if I rearrange his letters, Lord made up word. <laughs> That's my name from now on. Um how do you feel about this? That feels like a bit cheap, doesn't it? It feels like a mm. ridiculous sort of like um, cheap uh, solution to the, uh, the, the the this puzzle that I didn't even realise that we were we were doing. What is everybody else's takeaway? It's not the action of a dark lord, is it? It's the action of a nerd. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like uh, probably a Jewish nerd. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Maybe J.K. Rowling will reveal that Voldemort is Jewish. <laughs> Best friends with Anthony Goldstein. <laughs> I mean. It's, 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 does this feel like um, it does feel uh, we, we may be a bit harsh in it because it is a children's book after all mm-hmm. but come on 
I am Tom, I am Tom Marvello Riddle. That's like, and his name's Riddle as well. <laughs> and you have to solve the mystery by uncovering an anagram. It's a bit on the nose, isn't it? A bit on the nose. What do you th- what, what do you think, God? I as a person who creates a lot of riddles and a lot of like um uh, puzzles for us to uh, think about. Well, I think uh, an anagram is basically a sort of even more convoluted pun. So I struggle with them. Frankly. Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's what you don't do. You don't like anagrams. And, you know. I mean, you know, I, I leave that to other people. But uh, I, I can understand the importance of creating the name that you want to be known by that isn't necessarily your actual name. Mm. I, I have a lot of sympathy with that. Okay. Because, okay. you know, God isn't my name. Right. It's sort it's, of my title. It's dog, isn't it? I've solved the riddle. <laughs> God's true name is Dog. I've rearranged the letters. I've discovered the true name of God. It's Dog. You're welcome, humanity. Good. Yeah, well done. You've solved the riddle of the ages. I can't believe nobody's worked it out after all these years. I mean, it was right there. Do I win a prize? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Hardly seems worth it then. Um, Okay, so... I, I I think um, then the storytelling method of J.K. Rowling, which is to make uh, 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 puzzles, um, is there to entertain kids, effectively. It's mm-hmm. a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun for the children. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't add anything to the story. I mean, other than a sort of sense of weird satisfaction that you could have solved it yourself. Somebody sees... Although that sentence, I am Tom Marvolo Riddle, only appears in that one instance. Isn't it Marvolo? No, Marvolo, sorry. Marvolo. Shall we just get it right? Sorry. Again, another made up word. If Anthony Goldstein had been the Dark Lord, his name could have been uh, Into into Englishman Today. Right. But that's just like, (laughs) can't you just add an I am Anthony Goldstein? Yeah, I am Anthony Goldstein. I mean, I I feel like I should point this out. Not that I'm a stickler, but uh, it was. Tom Marvolo Riddle. Yeah. Uh, Marvolo, you know, Shakespearean name, not uh, made up. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Tom Marvolo Riddle changes to I am Lord Voldemort. Yes. Oh, the I oh, am sorry. only in oh, the... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, that's even worse. That's... <laughs> he's, he's got, oh, I am... I've <laughs> got three words. I've got three letters. I've got three letters, yeah. So I've put those as I am. <laughs> so his real name is I am Lord Voldemort. Wow, my, my friends it called me It should have been called, like, um, <laughs> v- Lova <laughs> Riddle, and then it would have been all the right letters. Also, he could have, if it, Tom Marvola Riddle goes to Old Loved Immortal, which is much better than Lord Voldemort. I am Lord Voldemort. What, Old Loved Immortal? That's his name? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, hang on. My name is Old Loved That's Immortal. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, are you Lord Voldemort? Is that what, how many names? But you have quite a few names. I do have quite a few names. Is that, is that why everybody calls Lord Voldemort he who shall not be named? Because his name's dumb. <laughs> like, it's really stupid. It could have been uh, Vomit do- Dollar Model. <laughs> <laughs> so, or Lord Mallet Mood. Oral told Mild Mood. <laughs> All great villain names, I think we can agree. <laughs> but maybe uh, that's why it's called My Immortal, that My Immortal, the fanfic. Because it's a it's an anagram. Uh, yes, of Tom Riddle. 
So we are not, well, I, I kind of, you know what, the more I think about it, I think this is a great idea. I think that's how everybody should name their villains, just like a... Yeah, let's see what we can get for I Am Chinti or Chinti. Well, what is the story? <laughs> Come on, though. Okay, so we, we can sit here and we can jest and yes, jape that's true. and yeah. drown and town. What do you want to say, But what Josh? is the story? I feel that you want to say something, Josh. I feel that the story of this is a deeply... Deeply biblical in its origins. How so? It's, it's, it's uh, the dangers of a serpent. It's so spooky. So wait, that's your takeaway from the Bible. It's a story Snakes about how bad. <laughs> Stay away from snakes. A guy in Australia just got bitten by a water snake, <laughs> and he died. He died. That Did is you? Bad. He did. Obviously, didn't read his Harry Potter numero dos. I read them all the Bible. All the Did Bible. you hear about the guy? And he was in his house, and a snake fell through the loft, and it was like twenty years old. And he thinks it possibly been up there for like ten years. Good. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. There it's was also there was also one recently where a snake got into an elderly woman's oven, oh, I and hate she opened that. the oven, and the snake came out. Where's, where, how did it swallow her whole? Yes. That's that's quite a big. That's why I always carry around ironically my keys in my pocket so that if I do get caught inside, say I could like still like cut it open. It might take a while, but like I think it'll be fine. Yeah, ironically, I think we'll get through. That uh, old woman had swallowed a fly, um, and uh, I don't know why she swallowed (laughs) a fly. Poor old woman. Surely you must know why did the woman swallow? A fly? There are some mysteries yeah. even beyond my Wait, comprehension. She, swallowed, like, yeah, like, she yeah. swallowed a spider to get the fly. Yeah, yeah. but then then she got eaten by a snake. And the Presumably spider wriggled and wriggled and jiggled inside her. Presumably she just swallowed a, swallowed a fly by accident. Yeah, but you know how it ends. She dies. Yeah, she swallowed she a horse. By, she was eaten by a snake. <laughs> the snake just popped out of the oven, and then like ah. Oh. And that's a lesson on why you should never trust snakes. Um, Snake very much saw the old woman who swallowed a fly, much like many humans uh, enjoy, you know, those multiple game bird roasts (laughs) where you've got sort of a turkey and inside that is a chicken and inside that is, you know, a duck and inside that is whatever. Can of Coke. A quail at some point. And yeah, shove a can of Coke in. In the quail. In the quail. Pigeon. Inside the coke. Can. Yeah, that, that's that's. It's like a same, Russian it's basically doll. the same thing. It's like a matrosh, uh, matroshka doll, like uh, the Russian dolls. Which yes, do you know what that is God? Do I know what a Russian doll is? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I invented them. Invented yeah, but you might have forgotten. <laughs> he doesn't forget. We've covered this. He's an elephant, then. Yeah. God is an elephant. In, in well, I mean, I am also known as Ganesh. Oh, wow. oh whoa. Okay, so you are representative of. All deities, then. Well, yes, I was going to bring up that you seem very sort of, you know, Judeo-Christian <laughs> focused over here. I mean, I know we're we're in what is... Jordan Peterson told me to be that. Well, as everybody knows, I am a white guy. <laughs> Did you make uh, Jordan Peterson? Um, I mean, in as much as I made any humans. All oh, right, okay. Are you? Is he quite annoying now? <laughs> I mean, I try and disassociate myself from some... Some of uh, some of my creations. Who's your worst creation? Like, which is the one that's like turned out the shittest? Um, I think Richard Branson. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Okay, so not Hitler. <laughs> Look, well, we'll see. Well, we don't know what Richard Branson's going to accomplish in the next ten years. It's very true. It's very true. 
Like, and I'm not saying I'm a fan of him. Or no. Genghis Khan. <laughs> or Bill Cosby. I'm not saying I'm a fan of any of these people. Uh, uh, uh. I'm just saying, have you seen Richard Branson? I've seen not him. Doesn't right in the flesh. seem that bad. Yeah, that's because he does everything that he does on his own private island, away from prying eyes. Oh. Trouble is, my prying eyes get everywhere. You know what I mean? I bet he poops in a cereal bowl and then eats it. <laughs> no, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> what? Why would he use a cereal? Didn't bowl? Didn't Hitler do that though? Yeah, I think because he liked poo. Did he? Yeah, Hitler was into scat. Was he? Yes. That's and that's how World War Two happened. <laughs> but okay, let's get back to the book. Josh, you did have a point that you were going to raise, and that snakes, snakes are, are bad. bad. Right, right. And cars don't take them too much flying. Okay. All don't right. put. Like, Elon Musk trying to make these flying goddamn cars. He hasn't even read Harry Potter d- numero dos. And I'm just worried, because they're such dangerous. Such dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they are dangerous. Guys, Many dangerous. So much dangerous. Many. And I, and I think, look, so I'm looking at this book, and I'm, like, flicking through the pages. I'm Chamber of Sancrons, and, and there's, like, all of these things, and Hagrid's there, and he's big, and he's... And no one ever stops to tell him to put a seatbelt on. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so what, this is the other thing I was going to say. Like, what is your take on the fact that, like, um, the Harry Potter books were considered blasphemous? In fact, a lot of people, a lot of bullshit. Them, yes, well, well, magic, magic has gotten a bit of a bad rep from like religious people in general. But like, these are people like wanted to ban Harry Potter because it's not a very religious text, though, is it? I've got, like, there's not a lot of religion. It's a very secular vision of the world. Uh, it's not a very religious text. Having uh, one chosen boy who has to die to save the world. Uh, and as Josh has pointed out, snakes are bad. Okay, but this is so creepy. On a scale of religious subtext in a children's book, how does this rate up against something like the Narnia books? I mean, you know, on the on a scale of naught to Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, it's well, it's it's about an eight, I'd say. So so well, actually, I'd say it's a nine and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a good pun. Wrap it up, people. We're done here. Such a um, good pun. That's, uh, you said you weren't good at puns as well. Is that a pun? It's I don't know. The use of a number. I'm not really sure it's a pun. <laughs> They're number puns. The number puns. Pun. Ask Aaron. Ask Aaron. Aaron's like good at number puns. Um, yeah, he'd probably just get angry at you, though. <laughs> do, you, do you think that, like, um, <laughs> it's true, he'll always get angry at you? <laughs> what are you asking me? What are you asking me for? Is. It, bad, Harry. That, how, how do you feel, like, about this book? Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets as a teaching aid for kids. You feel teaching like, them to what? Well, exactly. Get away from snakes. Now, what are the lessons that are imparted by the Chamber of Secrets? Don't go trapped a lot of spiders. They won't give you any useful information. <laughs> yeah. They'll try to kill you, in fact. They'll try to kill you. In fact, when he goes to see the spiders, they mm-hmm. tell him literally nothing of value at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't he say at one point, like, farewell, friends of... Um, Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah, my children are going to kill you now. Yeah. He's like, well, what do you think? What's the big monster? And he's like, there's a monster. And that's it. <laughs> I suppose he tells him it's not him. Okay, okay. That's and good. then tries to kill him. Yeah. yeah. his original point. <laughs> mm. I'm not the one killing people. What, what a great idea. <laughs> that's <laughs> really interesting. Because I think, like, I missed that. So you're saying that spiders are also creepy. Yeah, spiders are <laughs> mad creeps. Oh my god, everything's so creepy. 
Did you know that the top anagram for Joshua Bellman on anagram website is uh, Bellman Joshua? (laughs) (laughs) That's the top one they've given me. (laughs) I didn't know that. But there are some good ones. There's some good ones. There's a whole menu jobs. My favourite one is uh, Bo Small John. Turns out his... That's that's my alter ego. Yeah. I turn into a small John. I let people shit and... (laughs) Um, but the so spiders are creepy Spiders as well. are creepy, so that's another lesson you could learn from the Chamber of Secrets. Mm. Um, what, what else? Sometimes. Don't read, don't believe everything you read in a book that has no words and then the words <laughs> pop up magically. Okay, so there's. It's a handy moral. There's a nice little subtext there. It's like, well, don't believe everything that you read, even though you're reading this in a book. So it's kind of like that, um, uh, classic brain freak, uh, all Cretans are liars, said the Cretan. Mm. Or, or this, this, this we, statement is false. Are we back to GCSE philosophy again? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Richard Dawkins. Really tires me out. Oh, oh, Richard Dawkins. What do you think about Richard Dawkins? He's a cunt. Um, oh, wow. I'm sorry. I'm, I hope this podcast has an explicit rating. Um, it does. Yeah, he's it just. He uses, uh, I mean, I wish he'd just shut up, you know? My favourite thing that Richard Dawkins ever did was he went to a Muslim faith school and just berated all the children for not being as smart as he was, which I thought was a really good use of a, of a Cambridge uh, biology professor. Professor's time. Yes, mm-hmm. classic dick move. Yes, from <laughs> Dickie Dawkins. And also, just to bring it back to the Harry- what I call him, just to troll him. Old Dickie Dawks. Dickie Dawks. Don't you just aren't you just trolling him by the fact, by the fact that you created him anyway? So I mean, I'll get the last laugh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, just to bring it back to a Harry Potter related like a uh, uh, tangent. Uh, Richard Dawkins is that famous photo of Richard Dawkins where somebody pointed out Richard Dawkins and Emma Watson have the same face. Mm. Um, or as I like to call him, acrid winch shark. Okay, good, good. <laughs> you get a lot of use out of the anagram generator, aren't you? Yeah, it's helpful. Yeah, so like that's it, the villain of the piece is called acrid winch shark. Acrid wind shark. Okay, all right. That sounds wind. all right. Yeah, wind shark. Um, all right. I think we need to get to the point where we summarise our thoughts. Well, we haven't point. talked about Dobby. Okay, what do you want to say about Dobby? Dobby's annoying. He's Very the worst. He's the worst. Also, uh, apparently the Wizarding World is built upon uh, a sort of like quasi-slavery system yeah. where you have house elves. Yeah, but everything. there are different rights. And, and, as well, and as well is that Hermione realises that it's a terrible thing and everyone else is like, shut up, Hermione, it's fine. Yeah. And she, you, as a reader, find her annoying. <laughs> and it's like, what is J.K. Rowling's stance on this? Or is it because you, as a reader, are reading from Harry's perspective, so Harry finds her annoying, and right. you just need to be a better reader to see through Harry's perspective and realise that actually she has a point? Yeah. I mean, like, now we have to accept that this is a book that was written, like, Quite some time ago, right? When did this book come out? Like, um. 2012. Okay. No. Okay, that's it's not true. It's 1990 something. God. So it's, it's, it's a 90s book, right? 1998. 98, okay. Mm. It's for kids, and as the series went on, I do definitely detect that the series became more and more progressive and woke as the books went on. Yeah. This is not particularly, I mean, this, we got the 
view it in the context of its times. Um, J.K. Rowling is all over Twitter these days, like calling out like um, racists and um, bigots like on the Twitter feed. And but back then, when she was just writing this book for kids, she's trying to uh, impart some useful lessons. But yes, there's some questionable elements to it. The house elf thing is a big problem. Yeah. But no, it's it's not. It's interesting because it shows just how evil the Malfoys are. Right, okay. Because they use a house elf and they yeah. use that house elf. But also kind of laughing at Hermione's activism. <laughs> so she's like what we would have termed nowadays as a social justice warrior. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's basically how Rowling writes it. Like, if you listen to this passage, it's Hermione said, um, I think we should pay the house elves for their work quite shrilly, like a horrible shrew. <laughs> One of the little sentences. Hey, that's interesting. Of course, that was oh, that was one of the few times um, Hermione was allowed to finish a sentence yeah. in the book before Ron or Harry talked over her. It is it is actually terrible. A book written by a woman, and the strongest character in it is Hermione. She's super clever. She's the best in the year. Yeah. She's really awesome and everything. Yet she's so irritating, yeah. and everyone hates her. There was like, even her best friends find you, her really awful. Do you have the um the rare first editions where several times in the narrative Hermione's name um, is replaced by the letters JK which have been hastily crossed out and then replaced with Hermione again mm. because JK Rowling even refers to herself as JK these days because <laughs> like, uh, um, she, she sees herself as uh, just kidding. Jason K oh, from okay. Jamiroquai <laughs> she identifies as Jason K from Jamiroquai <laughs> She's always wearing those big hats yeah she wears big hats and talks about space cowboys <laughs> Loves cars, loves fast cars. <laughs> she always says that. Uh, okay, so this is um as a, as a progression in the series, is this better than the first book? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I when I was younger and the first four had come out, mm. I think this one was my favorite. But then when I was a teenager, yeah. and I could reread them, this yeah, one was not so much of my favorite. But I think because it's quite babyish. Yes, in comparison, it still feels a little bit yeah, like like um. One of the interesting things about the, the Harry Potter series is that it's a series that grew with its readership. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, you can see J.K. Rowling taking more chances with like, a, uh, the books get longer. Mm-hmm. Um, the themes become progressively more adult as mm-hmm. they go along. Molly Weasley says the word bitch. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hermione just says cunt all the time by the last <laughs> book. It's just like. It's but just... she always says it shrilly. <laughs> She said in a Hillary Rodham Clinton esque manner. It's like, free the house elves, you cunts. <laughs> um, house elf, wasn't it called the House Elf Liberation Front? Yes, yeah, it's called um, H E M. M. It was called Helm, I think. They were called Helm, right? House, house elf, elf Liberation. liberation no, House, house Elf Lives Matter. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Well, and then Ron, got it right and then, the first and then, time. And then, Drake, hey, hey, and and then, then Draco said, Malfoy comes and goes, oh, Hermione, actually, all lives matter. <laughs> all magical creatures, they all matter. <laughs> Except for you, you mudblood. <laughs> Hermione said that, fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> I'm back, baby, I'm back. Um, right, let's, let me get your thoughts on Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. What did we think about this book? That's, has it changed your rating? Has it gone up or down um, on the reread? Uh, Josh, you first. Oh, it's definitely gone up because I think I discovered, I realised another animal that's creepy. In the first one, I didn't realise how many animals were creepy, but now 
Two animals are creepy. Seal? Spiders and snake. Are there any other animals that are creepy? Um, wildebeests aren't. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm kind of. I'm trying to just like learn which animals are creepy from these books because they do really. Toads. Rats are creepy. Pigeons. Pigeons are creepy. Rats of the sky, I call them. So, so, Josh. Sorry, Josh. Um, can I? Can I just? Um, am I right in understanding that to you, the Harry Potter series is just basically a series of books which explain to you what animals are creepy? That's your takeaway from these books. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, alright I mean All the lessons And the discussions That we had about The house elf stuff And the religious stuff um, That doesn't matter It's just about Creepy animals Well Some of those animals Are creepy as well Which ones? No, let's not get into this I don't want you Listing off creepy animals I think like This is uh, Basically for you This entire series Could be renamed Fantastic beasts <laughs> And where to avoid them no, Creepy beasts And yeah Creepy beasts um, They're bad Don't correct God I'm s- I, I, I had to though I had to I, had I mean to. you didn't <laughs> It's very true Yeah, you didn't You knew You knew I was going to He's my it. friend Chin I'm backing off I'm backing off So you like this book it's gone up in your estimation. It's a big thumbs up from you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. This is what? What number time was this for the reread? This is the what? This is the going to be at least the thirteenth time I've read this. So in all the previous twelve times you've read that, you didn't realize spiders were creepy. I just thought that. Yeah. Really. Okay. All right. That's that's fair enough. Thumbs up from Josh. Dan. I liked it. My favourite character is Gilderoy Lockhart, uh, who I think's a giant hero. Why is that? Because he's always running in to save the day. He's a fake newsman, though. He is a fake newsman. He's very much the Donald Trump of the... Uh... He's a Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my God. He's, a, he's quite Donald Trumpy, isn't he? Is he? Oh. Is Gilderoy Lockhart Trumpy? No. no. Um, that woman, that evil woman. Yeah, but she doesn't lie about herself. Umbridge. Umbridge. Yes. No, but she's just a mean old lady. I thought Umbridge was meant to be like Thatcher, though. Yeah, she's like Thatcher. She's always oh, taking away the milk. The worst. From the... Yeah. She's <laughs> taking milk away from the kids. Uh... Oh, actually, can I retract my earlier statement about Richard Branson, replace mm. it with Margaret Thatcher? Oh. Okay, that's a bit better, I think. That makes more sense, yeah. <laughs> Worse than Hitler. <laughs> Did she do anything in secret that we don't know about? Oh, everything. Oh, everything, everything, oh, fair enough. Let's just say that she and Jimmy Savile were more than just friends. They were lovers. <laughs> they were very good friends. Mm. They were okay. very good friends. Compatriots. Yeah. It's like... In arms. It, yeah, kind of. They're like Joey and um, Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. Chandler's list. <laughs> could, could, I, could I have saved any more juice? <laughs> God. That's a whole sketch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a thing. It's a thing that already exists. Is it? Yes. For real? Yes, someone was uh, talking about it, Chandler's List. It happened on SNL. Uh, Literally, I was reading about it the other day. Oh, no. Someone's done our idea. Did they actually use that line as well? Could I have saved any more Jews? Chandler's List. That's it. They talk about it. Oh, oh maybe it didn't actually happen. It was in Bojack Horseman. You've probably subconsciously yeah. watched But did it. they use the line? More importantly, did they use the line, could I have saved any more Jews? Could I have saved more Jews? Could he? Would Chandler Bing from Friends have saved more Jews than Rudolf Schindler? Yeah, you must know this, God. Uh, 
Well, could a fictional character have <laughs> saved more people? That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, no, but one of saying. those is fictional. <laughs> yeah, but you must be able to actualize fictional characters. Yeah, can't you just like make? Can't you just run a little simulation in your head? Or in your cock? I don't know where the simulation is. <laughs> Do you have a penis? I mean, I don't have any body parts. All uh, right, it's literally a burning bush you're addressing yeah. right now. So, uh, I mean, it's interesting you should bring up Schindler. Uh, because uh, going back to my previous things about puns, but pretty much the only pun I've ever made successfully, I think, is is the fact that uh, I saw the way to creating a lift company called Schindler, so oh, you yes. can actually ride up and down in Schindler's lifts. Oh, that's mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. I was very mm-hmm. proud of that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. other puns that people like so. Uh, Tim Vine you aren't responsible for the creation of his pun well I'm responsible for the creation of Tim Vine alright okay but you know just create someone to make the puns for you that's what I've done that's true fair enough Um, so is this a thumbs up from you (laughs) so yeah thumbs up because I like Gilderoy Lockhart because he's your hero he's your personal hero (laughs) yeah because he's a bit like Trump he's a bit like Trump (laughs) I don't necessarily agree with that but literally you're hinging your entire opinion on of this book upon this one character yeah I think he's good traditionally everybody hates he's an interesting character I don't know he seems a bit one dimensional she likes fame what did you I mean exactly he is quite funny he is amusing, yeah. But it's like in the way that he's meant to be the, like uh, the butt of the jokes, and he his this is the second uh, defense against the dark arts teacher who turns out to be not that great, and Snape just frustrated once again because he wants to get that promotion and he won't get it, um, which is just as well because everybody gets that job ends up dying or leaving the school, being humiliated anyway. Um, all right, thumbs up from Dan. Alice, what do you think of this book? Yeah, I think it's really good. Good, solid book for young children. Um, I mean, it did fuel a recurring nightmare about a snake in my walls for many, many weeks. Is that a euphemism? What, when I was nine? Yeah. You disgust me. He's, a, he's the Gilderoy Lockhart, isn't he? You know, it's all through and through Gilderoy. Um, no, it's two thumbs up from me. I thought it was good. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Um, still good. Um, and this is what? T- uh, reread number. Oh, I don't know. You've lost count the times mm, you've read this book. Yeah. It just keeps getting better and better each time. Mm. Or do you have dips every now and then? Well, the, I think. Yeah, do yeah. you have dips? I don't know. I don't know, Chin. It, it's like, it, it's not even like I get anything out of it anymore. Ooh, okay. It's just like, it's like. You know when you want to watch something or read something that you've seen before because it's just comfortable. Hmm. It's like having a hot bath reading Harry Potter. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just, just like something like you put on um, a Netflix program you've seen before. Yeah. In the background. background music. Yeah. Background reading. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be cooking and have your book. <laughs> um, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. That's three thumbs up. Uh, y'all wait. I mean, please don't use that name. Sorry, sorry. Dog. Dog. I mean, that will do. Uh, well, I don't have any thumbs to put up of or not. down. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had them, they would definitely be, you know, upwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of all of J.K. Rowling's works. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's pretty good, that, that one. Even um, the detective stories that Robert she wrote Galbraith. under. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she makes missteps. But, strike. Uh, Cormoran Strike. That's the name. That's actually the name of the detective, Cormorant Strike. Yeah. Oh my god. 
but I th- I bet this is such a good book. I bet I could open it up at any page. Mm. And, uh, oh, I mean, uh, some, one of you will have to open it up for me because obviously I don't have any hands. But uh, it could be opened up at any page and th- the, there would just be gold leaping off the page in the, the, the sparkling writing. Let, let's see. see. Uh, don't lie to me, Myrtle gasped. Tears now flooding down her face. I mean, it's it's genius oh, stuff, isn't it? It's oh yeah, ghosts are spooky too. <laughs> There's three spooky animals. Wait, 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 wait. The Holy Ghost we got right here, sitting right here. Are you going to be that rude, Josh? It's a, it's a it's a bird. Yeah, the Holy Ghost. I'm atheist as well, so I don't really mind. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why you keep all saying that you don't believe in me. Um, well, okay, so I can't believe you didn't so pick needy. up on the spookiness of the ghosts in the previous 12 times you read this book. But there you go. Um, thank you so much. That's another thumbs up, then, from God. From Dog. Thumbs up, or... I'll put them up. How many? One or two? Uh, you know, one and a half. What, oh, okay. Can you do that thing? I always enjoy that thing where people pretend that their thumb has, uh, has oh, come apart and they, you know, they're sort of, uh, yes... Uh, I, I've, always, I've always loved that was that's a that's an um, that was sort of an accident of the human body. I never intended for that to be possible, but I was wow. really glad when someone came up with that. It was uh, very enjoyable. <laughs> I hate to be the voice of dissent at this table. Oh come on! I didn't like this book. I did, I think it's one of the Such weaker entries in. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> come on! I'm just going through all the religions. Okay. The next one will be uh, all right. Don't worry. Okay. Good. <laughs> the next one will balance it out. I I just I just couldn't um, get into uh, the amount of uh, pop contrivances in this one. I still feel that J.K. Rowling was trying to be a little bit too clever for her own good, but also aware of the fact that it's being read by kids. So the earth-shattering revelations aren't actually as uh, mind-blowing. Um, as they might have seemed to, because I'm an adult. I mean, I, I'm a bit old for this book. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, but when this book came out in 98, I was 18 years old. I was in sixth form. I really didn't have any business reading this book, but I did it anyway because it was such a sensation. Um, I had to get on board and go to the water cooler with all my other adult friends and talk about, did you watch that Harry Potter last night? Yeah. Mm. Terrible display. We uh, we lost 3-0. Um, or however those conversations go. But th- I I come back to this book. This is like the second time I've read it. I haven't really gone back to it. And I just can't get over the stupid anagram. That anagram. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so yes. dumb. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> oh, oh sorry, yeah, sorry. Just, Not you. Not you. Really dumb. Really dumb. Um, so I'm afraid this does not get into the Hall of Fame. Do you know what, Chin? Every Harry Potter book should be in the Hall of Fame apart from the fifth one. And you're wrong. And we're going to take a vote. Is, that, is Chin wrong? And if Chin's wrong, then it gets to go in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Everyone vote. Is Chin wrong? Yeah, they're just three spooky things, and I think that you're overlooking how spooky they are. You know what? This isn't a democracy. It's not a democracy. Not in the Hall of Fame. Boo! Wow, yeah. overruled God. I overruled... <laughs> I did. I, I kind of did, I guess. Does that piss you off, God? I mean, he'll be getting a smiting later. 
Super. That sounds kinky. That's yeah, fine. it does. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so how are you going to smite him? You just smite him in his little peepee hole. Oh, steady on, what? steady on. Because you That's never happened in the Bible. God's never smited a peepee hole. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he smites people. He doesn't smite peepee holes. I think you've well, you know, the Bible there. Job's peepee hole was uh, <laughs> that poor. I mean, I think that we gloss over yeah, that in, yeah, the, in we, the book. That's but, a really so. problematic part of the Bible. I don't really know what you're trying to prove with the whole Job thing. But that's by the by. That's by the by. Um, look, it's not getting in the Hall of Fame. Um, that's all right. No book is perfect anyway. We can always make improvements. Um, and you know what? This is a section in the show that uh, we call notes. But I'd also like to say, Dan, um, can you do that anagram thing and find out like um, anagrams for the name Cormorant Strike? Because I want to see what his real name is. All right. But yeah, this is the section of the show we call notes. Give us your notes, everybody. Think about it. Have a little ponder what you would have done with the anagram just out the place. That's the first place. Or maybe the house elf situation. Notes, everybody. Let's. Have a chat with God and find out how God would have improved Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Over to you, God. Uh, so mine is a very small point, um, but just looking through the chapter titles, um, there's some. Most of them are fairly descriptive. Uh, the writing on the wall, mm. uh, the Death Day party, writing on the worst biblical, isn't it? Uh, the Whomping Willow. Uh, it is, yes. Uh, I mean, you know, she draws a lot on my works. Uh, the Polygus Potion. Um, but chapter 13, The Very Secret Diary. I mean, it's just... I feel like she could. She took the afternoon off. Like, yeah. yeah. She could have put in a bit more effort with that one. Or she could you... have just taken out Barry. Exactly. Or just The Diary. Yeah, or maybe diary, Tom Riddle's diary, or like literally anything else. The very secret diary seems like she's trying to generate interest in this chapter. But yeah, yeah, exactly. She's acting. The chapter is basically acting as a hype man for the chapter you're about to read. I guess that's how it always works, man. That's true. That's true. Okay, so like, so you would have gone with um Tom Riddle's diary. Yes, or the memory. Ooh. Mm-hmm. More or, or the magic diary. No, that's rubbish. Okay, that is right. crap, Chen. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. You should die. Hurry. <laughs> oh, 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 he got me. He got me. Diary's not a verse. Yeah, don't, don't look into it too much. So is that the only note you have for Jake? That's it. That's it. Otherwise, I thoroughly enjoyed the book. <laughs> so it was only one and a half thumbs because of that. Yes, yes. I would have given it two thumbs <laughs> had the uh, the naming of the chapters been more consistent. Oh, right. Okay, okay, that's good. Great. Alice, how um, did you improve this book? I, w- I would have... Um... <laughs> You're going to have to cut on this bit. Yeah. I, I would have um, got rid of Dobby, even though he, like, is the reason... Oh, such a Christian... Come on. Okay. Do- okay. Dobby is... What is he? He's the reason that Harry doesn't get through the gate at the end. Dobby mm. keeps trying to stop him from going to mm. the Chamber of Secrets mm. and all that, but he is so... 
annoying. And also, yeah. I'd get it, got rid of Peeves, yep. which was a wise move by the uh, film mm. people to get rid of Peeves because it was irritating AF. I mean, like, th- th- there are quite a few occurrences in children's fiction for characters to be really irritating. I don't know why it's a common trope in all sorts of children's entertainment. There has to be at least one character which is just phenomenally uh, uh, irritating. Like, Thundercats had Snarf. Um, Star Wars had C-3PO. C-3PO is funny, though. Yeah, but he's annoying. The Bible had Thomas. Which one? Doubting Thomas. Oh, he was pretty... Uh, was so irritating. Not, 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 not irritating Thomas. I thought irritating <laughs> Thomas would have been the... Um... Uh, Jesus was, you know, right there and uh, just very much like I'm right here now. Right. And Thomas was still, no, I'm not... No, I'm, no, I, no, I won't believe it. It's such a little prick. But I also love that the, 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 the proof that Jesus offers that he's actually Jesus is like, look at my hands. Like... I've been crucified. Look, the hole was in my hands. And, and even then... Like he, like, he didn't see them before. Like, mm. like it's it's ridiculous, yeah. Kind of... Kind of yeah, his hands in his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've come back from the dead. What's in your pockets? Nah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so... Uh, you you would have gotten rid of... You would have dropped those characters. So. I think so. Or I would have, like, recast Dobby. In the book. Yeah. You would have <laughs> recast the CGI animation in the movie as well, I guess. I mean, I, I just want to stick up for uh, Toby Jones at this point, who I thought voiced Dobby beautifully, and it sort of sparked his career that has fl- uh, flourished. Mm, I agree. Yeah, but he could have voiced whatever the other character was that wasn't Dobby. Yeah. Did you know that Toby Jones went full method acting for like um, his role as Dobby? He wore a tea towel, yes. Yes, oh, and he shrunk himself and turned his skin like kind of bluish purple um, and shaved his body but they still refuse to use him <laughs> so we're doing CGI mate we're doing CGI but I lost all this weight I was like, yeah. sorry mate sorry I've had plastic surgery done and it's alright it's all good um, okay good note good note um, you really like this book uh, uh, yeah, yeah. okay um, Dan how good memories uh, I would change it so everyone's name was an anagram so Harry Potter could be a uh, tri-hot raper. <laughs> and Hermione Granger could be a German home manager. So read a passage from the book with those new additions now. Okay. So this book would call, be called Tri-Hot Raper and Keeper of Secrets. <laughs> tri-Hot Raper told Yes New Oral about Justin Finch Fetchley. He's not been anagrammed to anagram. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, so, your, so your rule has already fallen down the first exam. Well, well, I'm not going to do all the fucking legwork. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Don't know heaven, why you... heaven forbid you try on this podcast. Don't know why you care. I thought he was a bit of an idiot. Said, uh, yes, you are all scribbling away, making his writing large as possible. All that rubbish about Lockhart being so great. German home manager emerged between the bookshelves. She looked irritable and shrill. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure of that. Um, yeah, okay, one clap, <laughs> <laughs> just one clap. Um, I'm not sure that adds anything to the book personally. I think it, it made it, it very. It I mean, yeah, but is that a joke that could be extended for more than yeah. one page or even one sentence? It must be a good Albus Dumbledore one. Oh, it's okay. Okay, you what? can you can do your note, Josh, and then I'll. Yeah, you, and then you will. Oh, and get the Cormoran Strike one out as well. Um, oh, that is. Um, a romantic stroker. <laughs> Josh, what was your note? Well, I kind of thought that 
It was really good at telling you which animals are spooky. Like ghosts and a, a tree and a spider and a snake. But it there was a lot of waffle in between and I felt like it was indirect. Uh. It could have just been like, you could have opened it and it said, these animals are spooky. So I guess... Stay away. Yeah, so really you just want some sort of catalogue. I want a list... So your note and your, uh, I guess, what you would remove from the book is the plot and the characters. (laughs) What you want is a three bullet point list of spiders, snakes, ghosts. These are creatures that are creepy. That's And then there might be other ones that are sometimes spooky. So like the trees were spooky. Yeah. But... Only because they were magic trees. Yes, that's true. Incidentally, uh, Albus Dumbledore's anagram is double dorsal bum. Okay. <laughs> Not quite as good as Harry's anagram, I must say. Um, so that's your, your that's your note. Just make it a book about creepy, spooky things and just list yeah. them. Just list them. Just get cut through the faff. And... Come down on one side about like whether like Jesus was a magic man or not, because this sounds like one of these this school of magic men and chicks. Is that really like, a question that needs to be dealt with on the children's book? Oh, by the way, these are creepy, spooky animals, and Jesus was a magic man. The end. Thank you for reading. Yes Harry Potter or no? Just secrets. yes or no? I don't even need that much. Just yes or no? Like, you don't even need to write what it is. You could just write. The list, and then the word at the end, yes or no. <laughs> just come on, JK. So it's just going to be a sheet of paper then? Well, apparently, it's a, it's a two-pager. Oh. Well, it could be, you could like have like some space for some notes that you write to yourself at the back. <laughs> you don't need to get rid of any of the pages. I like, this, I like the weight of the books. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just have that, and then you could just have like 280 like pages just for oh, notes. Oh, it's just a notebook. I guess the biggest mystery then would be why would this book be called Harry Potter? Who is Harry Potter? Well, why is not featured in he, he's, he, There could be an introduction. I guess so. I guess so. Harry Potter's or little guy. Yeah. So you'd have a synopsis of what the, this is what the book's about, <laughs> but enough of that. These are the creepy animals you need to avoid. Yes. That's, uh, I read that. I read that. Uh, yeah. Don't know how you adapt that into a movie, but uh, yeah, why not? Oh, that, these are some really good notes. I, and I'd like to thank you all for um, giving me your, uh, your your brain thoughts on uh, this book. Like I said, wasn't a big fan of this one, but I think your notes have kind of softened me a little and given me a new perspective on how I would like to uh, remember this book. Um, I'm not going to change my score though. I'm sick. I'm sick. Boo, of you bastard! That's fine. Boo You're away. more of a bastard than Josh Bellman. Or oh, Bellman Josh is the anagram. That's <laughs> your <laughs> secret identity as a villain. <laughs> you thought I was Josh Bellman? Aha! I was Bellman Josh all along. Um, thank you so much for joining me for this wonderful chat on Harry Potter, and thank you, uh, the heavenly host, uh, the holiest of holies, God him herself, for actually taking some time out of your busy schedule to talk about this book with us. I mean, it's an absolute pleasure. Is there anything you'd like to plug whilst you're here? Uh, yes, I mean, you know, pop in and see me sometime, any local church, mosque, synagogue, and you'll be temple. I'm, I mean, I am literally everywhere. So why do we need to go temple? to a temple? Because it, it's just, it's a communication thing. Uh, like, the more people in one place together... 
gathered together in my name. Ah, uh, only in your name. Can, you know, the, fair the, enough. get through to me more easily. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, you heard it here first. Um, check out God in your local church or synagogue or place of worship. Um, now appearing everywhere uh, at every time. Um, yes. Catch it, catch it, catch them. Um, anybody else want to plug anything? Oh, I would like to plug my new podcast. Oh, uh, uh, no, this is a rival podcast. Who, do you th- who the fuck do you think you are? Steve Koenig? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, my new podcast is called uh, Position Six. It's sorry, about... say that a bit clearer. <laughs> Let's gargly. Let's gargly. Honest, I don't need the help. It's doing very well. Uh, uh, it's called Position Six. So you don't it's need called this plug, do you? Position Six. If you can't hear him, go Position Six. <laughs> it's about competitive Dota Two, which is a video game. Uh, the first episode was interviewing a guy called PPD, who mm. has won over three million dollars playing a video PPD. game. Yeah, that is his name. The second one's with a guy called Insania. It's going pretty well. Check I mean, check Are out. Are any of them creepy? No. I mean, not outwardly. Okay. okay. Where can you get your podcast? It's on SoundCloud. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes, I think. Wherever you download your podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yep, check that out. Check that out. Um, it's, um, I mean, it is about Dota, but I think you've got something for everybody. On yeah. There's, I mean, it's a chat with a sports person, You don't basically. need to know... About Dota, otherwise it. You just if you're yeah, you Dota, should, don't fan. listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't listen to it. You're right, Alice. Is that? Do you think there's a big crossover between the Faking Lit fans and Dota fans? Uh, well, I'm hoping to drag some of the Dota fans to listen to Faking Lit. So, if anything, this is just plugging the podcast can, that they already listen to to them. Can Dota fans read though? That's the question. No, they don't. Well, the guy I spoke to this week, he was talking about reading. Oh, he mentioned that he was reading books in his spare time. I was like, what do you do outside of Dota? And he said, oh, I read the book. This sounds like a good podcast. <laughs> you read the instruction manual. Dan, Dan, Josh, Dan. Stop being such a bastard. <laughs> and also, Dan, spoilers. Come yeah, on. Yeah, spoiler. Don't spoil all the fucking And I'm not making fun of him. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, so check out Position 6 podcasts from our very good friend, Dan. We love and support him unconditionally in everything that he does. Even if it is a rival That was podcast. a very sarcastic clapping, Josh. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> You're just jealous because I got back and you ain't got back. <laughs> Baby got back. Um, I guess there's nothing for me to add to that other than, hey, like and subscribe us, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, all those different um, podcast uh, hubs. Oh, and um, one more plug from Josh. I'd like to plug the iPhone XS. <laughs> I don't think they just, need your help. Just... Check well, the Position 6 podcast didn't need our help. See if it's any good. See if it's good. I remember how plugs work. That's all, by the way. Plugs don't work. So I, I'm too proud to accept your help, but here we go anyway. But I'm too proud. I'm too proud. To be fair, Islam's pretty big. <laughs> but, you know, I gave that a plug too, so... Okay, okay. Um, uh, if, you li- if you like this show, s- share it with your friends. Get the word out to us write a review for us on iTunes it gets our profile out there and you know you can always email us at fakinglitpodcast at gmail.com we love hearing from you even if you are a weird like C-list celebrity who may or may not be dead and it may not may, may or may not be you After- sorry are you talking about me <laughs> no, no, no 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 are you a fan are you a fan we've had a couple of emails from Rick Stein Rick Stein and Richard Griffiths oh the Harry Potter connection again oh, yeah. Uncle Dursley himself uh, yeah, so we've had some very weird emails. But um, 
no, that we love them. Keep them coming in. Um, we always love to hear from our fans. I think that's all I have to say on the subject. Um, and I'd like to thank all my guests for coming down. God, Alice, Dan, Josh, myself. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining me today. Keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Bye bye. I love you. Amen. 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 Dan ruined it. <laughs> <laughs>